Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Encuentro. Today is Tuesday, and we are celebrating today the feast of the dedication of St. John Lateran, the mother church of the Diocese of Rome and of all of us Catholics. Let us begin with the prayer of St. Francis. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, make me a means of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is despair, hope. And where there is sadness, let me bring joy. Divine Master, grant that I may seek not so much to be consoled, but to console. Not so much to be understood, but to understand. Not so much to be loved, but to love. For it is in giving that we receive. It is in forgiving that we are forgiven. And it is in dying to ourselves that we are born to eternal life. Amen. Today is Tuesday, and as I said, we are celebrating today the Feast of the Dedication of the Church of St. John Lateran in Rome, the Mother Church of the Roman Catholic Faithful. Our Gospel reading for today is from St. John, chapter 2, verses 13 to 22. Since the Passover of the Jews was near, Jesus went up to Jerusalem he found in the temple area those who sold oxen, sheep, and doves, as well as the money changers seated there. He made a whip out of cords and drove them all out of the temple area with the sheep and oxen and spilled the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. And to those who sold doves, he said, Take these out of here and stop making my father's house a marketplace. His disciples recall the words of Scripture, Zeal for your house will consume me. At this the Jews answered and said to him, What sign can you show us for doing this? Jesus answered and said to them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews said, This temple has been under construction for forty-six years, and you will raise it up in three days? But he was speaking about the temple of his body. And so when he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this. And they came to believe the scripture and the word that Jesus had spoken. On only a few occasions do we find Jesus getting angry in scripture. This particular episode is one of them. But why was he angry? You see, we shouldn't think that he got angry simply because there, were, there was commerce going on in the temple area. There was a reason oxen, sheep, and doves were being sold. These are animals that were supposed to be offered a sacrifice. And those who did need these animals needed unblemished offerings. They couldn't just bring any oxen, sheep, or doves they wanted. They had to be the good kind. And so the folk who were selling animals were, were just doing what the temple offering required. There were, in fact, they were, in fact, doing a service to the pilgrims 
and the worshippers. What about the money changers thing? Well, most people had pagan coins, Roman coins. And you couldn't offer those in the temple. Only Jewish coins could be offered. Only those were acceptable. And so and so there were there had to be people in charge in charge of changing Roman and pagan coins to those that could in fact be offered. And so like the animal sellers, the, the money changers were in fact doing a service to the pilgrims and the worshippers. So what got Jesus all upset that he had to make a whip of cords? That he had to drive away the animal sellers and overturn the tables of the money changers. Stop making my father's house a marketplace. He tells them. Stop making my father's house a marketplace. In the version of St. Matthew, Jesus says something slightly different. It is written, he says, in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 21, verse 13, my house shall be called a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. My house shall be called a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. The Gospel of Mark says the same thing. So does the Gospel of Luke. But whether we look at it from the unique angle of St. John, which we read, where Jesus says, stop making my father's house a marketplace, or those of Matthew, Mark, and Luke, who all mention the temple being turned from a house of prayer to a den of thieves, there, there's something that binds all of these accounts. And that is the idea that something important has been transformed into something into which it shouldn't have been transformed. Something which in this case was the temple the most sacred building in all of Israel, was turned into something that it was not. Something that it shouldn't be. A marketplace in the Gospel of John, a den of thieves or robbers in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Why did this happen, though? And what was Jesus trying to accomplish by acting in such a drastic and uncharacteristic way? Why and when is something turned into something it shouldn't be? Why and when is something valuable, for instance, the temple, why is it transformed or even used for something for which it was never intended? Why does that happen? And the answer is simple. We forget. We lose sight of a thing's original purpose. To forget seems to be the lot of all of us human beings. We lose sight of the original goals, for example, that we set for ourselves. We lose sight of the original purpose that set us on, a, on the path that we've chosen. We lose sight of the original visions and dreams that first powered our efforts to become the best person that we can be. It happens to everyone. Even to people who simply wanted to do a service 
to pilgrims and worshippers by selling them unblemished animals and changing their unholy coins to coins that were worth offering. They forgot the original purpose of what they were doing. And by doing so, they even forgot what the temple was for. It was meant to be a house of prayer. It was transformed into a marketplace or a den of thieves, as Jesus says. That was not its original purpose. It never was. In all of Scripture, the word remember appears hundreds of times. When Israel would forget the covenant and lose its way, God would send prophets. And their words to the people was always the same. Remember, remember, remember. And those words were usually accompanied by actions that the prophet would make sure the people would never forget. Strong, powerful, provocative actions. Jesus was calling Israel back to what the temple was supposed to be. He was reminding them of what that sacred place was originally meant to be and what it should always be, a house of prayer. They lost sight of that. And so he wanted them to remember. And most likely with what he did with his action, they never would forget. Have we perhaps forgotten some of the things, the goals, the visions, the purpose, the dreams that once powered our own quest to become the best person that we wanted to be? To forget is part of the human condition. Have we perhaps forgotten that we ourselves are temples of God's Spirit, that we are called to mirror and manifest God's presence to all those we meet? And how is that forgetfulness shown? What are those things about us that Jesus needs to cleanse and purify, just as he cleansed and purified the temple? There are many things that manifest our forgetfulness of who we were originally called to be, of who we originally wanted to be, the best version of ourselves. And even more importantly, have we perhaps forgotten the person, the man, the woman we set out to be many years ago? The man or the woman God desires us to be. If we have, then Jesus is calling us back to it. He is asking us to take a step back, to look at our lives, to look at where our lives are heading, or where life itself has taken us. And if we have forgotten our original goals, our dreams, our visions, 
for ourselves, then Jesus asks us to remember.